there's not really much of an intro. So yeah. Um, you know, I don't listen to this podcast because I hate the way my voice sounds. <laughs> um, and so, but the segments that I have listened to, it sounds like we're literally in an echo chamber. Oh yeah. So I just want to say sorry. We're literally in like a glass box right now. So <laughs> there's about as much echo as humanly possible in here. Absolutely. And I think we're, uh, we're getting better. The uh, the audio is getting a little bit. Uh, we're tuning it in here and there, so so please bear with us. Um, but yeah, that said, uh, let's <laughs> jump right into it. <laughs> um, nice. <laughs> last week we we left off um, with the with the girls at the house. Uh, the champagne drama was carrying on, and we kind of like got a little more of that drama this week, where uh-huh. we we saw Hannah in tears explaining to some of the girls that she's not a champagne stealer not a champagne stealer yes and uh and i don't know i i think that meme will die pretty soon i can't imagine kelsey lasts much longer on the I show i hope not i mean anna ann um definitely was like acting up there and then kelsey was like kelsey was like Saying that Hannah Ann was a bad one, Hannah Ann was a bad one, and then and then Hannah Ann kind of turned it back on Kelsey, and Kelsey's like, "Wait a second, you want to say that I was the bad one here?" Yes. I'm like, uh, "You're the one who cussed her out." Yes, and, and it was funny because like, yeah, Kelsey didn't really mind anything that like what Hannah Ann was saying until all of a sudden she like called her a bully, and yeah. then Kelsey was like, "Oh, so you're gonna turn this on me?" Yeah. And it's like, yeah. And then she says, "Oh, by the way, one of the best things she says is." Um, Hannah Ann's explaining like all the things that uh, Kelsey said to her, like calling her all these names and stuff. And then Kelsey's like, "Well, that doesn't. That still not be means that that still doesn't mean that I was a bully." Yeah. And like, uh, what's your definition of bully? Because yes. she was literally being a bully. Yes. Like, yeah, without a doubt. Okay, let's just drop that there though, because I'm tired of that drama. Yeah. So we'll we'll jump right into the one on one date. We get Victoria P. Um, couple notes I had about this date. They start off by getting in the car. And Peter telling her that like, oh, like this is my hometown, and I think he said that on every single date he's gone on. Because it's, it's, it's like really boring. Yeah, it's, it's like, like hey, get in something. LA literally has like other cities other than Malibu, dummy. Yeah, and and so basically they were gonna go to a wine bar, and I guess in order to do that they had to go buy cowboy boots. And and one <laughs> one funny thing that that I kind of made note of is uh, how many hats is. Peter gonna wear, you know, metaphorically and literally. Like he's not a cowboy. Why? Do, why does he? Why? Why the cowboy thing theme that we've got here? That, that's my thing. Is it was like, I don't know. I, I feel like we heard nothing about him ever being a, a cowboy. Obviously, we heard all about him being a pilot, but never about him being a cowboy, right? And so it was like all of a sudden he's like, oh yeah, by the way, I'm a cowboy. Like let's go buy hats and boots and we'll go lion dancing. Yeah, or whatever. Maybe they're playing up to some of their, uh, you know, more central U.S. viewers and stuff. <laughs> but this guy is not a cowboy. Sorry. Sorry. No. Um, also, one other thing about about this is, and this is my opinion, but I am sure it's true. Lion dancing is the most boring and lame thing about America. And I will die on that hill, yes. I swear. Yes. Uh, I've probably been line dancing. So Chandler and I are from Utah, so we, we get a decent amount of like country folk around here. But I've probably been line dancing in my life, I don't know, probably five or six times. And every single time I think to myself, why do people do this? Why, why, why is this a thing? Like it's not entertaining. It's not hard. Huh? 
it's like the easiest like group think project of all time it's just a big game of simon says yes absolutely um so yeah that part was boring um there's another nondescript no name country artist who is there yeah uh you can you can uh, put a little check mark there <laughs> Look them up on Spotify. Yeah. Um, overall, the date was pretty boring. Um, Peter and Victoria kissed at the bar. Um, I think the my I made a note here. My favorite part about the one-on-one was when they would cut back to the house mm-hmm. of the women who were not on the date and kind of like like make note of the drama that was taking place there because there was a couple uh, people um, still talking about the Kelsey Hannah Ann drama, which. Uh, brings up one of my favorite quotes of the week. Uh, Hannah Ann, I think, I can't remember who she was talking to, but she was talking about like how like all this like drama was like hurting her reputation with like Peter and potentially like looked bad for her. And she was going on about that. And, and at one point she said, after the finasco, <laughs> and I will spell it for you, F-I-N-A-S-C-O, finasco. Finasco. What do you think she was trying to say? After the fiasco, fiasco, after the Nabisco. <laughs> uh, bless Hannah Ann's heart. I, I do not care for her. I, I've said that multiple times, but I don't know. That that was just like pristine Hannah Ann. We actually tweeted it from our tweet from our Twitter account. Just the word fanasco. I'm hoping that like stays a stays a meme for the rest of like trend bachelor. Yeah, yeah, trend, trend, trend. Um. So yeah, basically, I I think the producers too noticed that the date was kind of boring. So they would like cut to the date and then cut back to the house and cut to the date and cut back to the house. Yeah, I pretty much tuned out for all of Victoria's like backstory. Yeah, I was like, I don't really care about this. Well, we already kind of heard it too. Like in in her opening thing, like like before they like before she got out of the limo, she was like one of the contestants that got like a a little like uh, spotlight and she talked about how her dad passed away. You know, get that. Um, one thing that me and my wife were talking about was like, I don't know, I feel like these like dates are like hyper accelerated where like, like my wife had a parent pass away, but she definitely didn't bring it up on the first date. Yeah. It's uh oh, I learned about this in a class. It's basically where you are both sharing a lot. How I'll get back to it. There's, okay. a, there's, there's a word for it. Okay. Uh, Cham will go back to university and tell us what that word is. I will go back to um, university. But it was it was funny too, like after like after like Peter kinda like or after Victoria kinda like related that to Peter. And Peter obviously was like, Oh, like I feel so sorry. I feel like that must have been really hard. And then they did this like one on one interview with Victoria where she's like, Oh my gosh, I'm just like so happy that Peter was like accepting of my past. <laughs> and it's like, who what what kind of person, like how terrible person would that to be <laughs> to hear that someone's parent passed away and be like, oh, that's a lot of baggage. I'm just going to like head out and I'm going to take this rose with me, right? Like, of course he's going to be like understanding. You'll find your own way home. <laughs> yeah. I'll call you an Uber. Oh, man. So so the day basically ends there. Uh, they went to like a, an aircraft hangar, had dinner, made out. And the pilot motif, the pilot theme, please. It's just so dead. Yeah. And I don't know. We, we hear more about it like – um, we kind of get 
glimpses back into the mansion during this date, like I said. And, and one of them was like Alea walking around the, the mansion wearing a um, wearing like a pilot hat. Yeah, she sucks. And she talks about like how like she has a friend who's like a pilot's wife. Mm-hmm. And she like labels her like the friend pilot's labels herself wife. a pilot's wife, which is like the most misogynistic term. But apparently like this wife is OK calling herself a pilot wife, which is kind of ridiculous. So uh, we'll get back to that. Um, next, we have the group date. Yes, and in walks my literally my favorite person of all time to begin this group date. Oh well, first of all, the the dates the date card said, "Do you like surprises?" Oh, which is like the dumbest date card I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> literally could have been anything. Yeah, yeah, oh, surprises! Really, you're gonna take me on a date <laughs> that I don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, surprise. Yes. But here's the surprise. In walks Demi, who we all love, and Hell I literally yeah. would pay like a, a streaming fee just to watch her have her own talking talk show. Yes. She's I, amazing. I put that she's easily like the best like recurring supporting actor on the show. Oh yeah. Like I wish that she would just keep showing up constantly. Yeah. Until until we get a season that is kind of like uh, uh, what was the show on VH1 featuring that female model? where they had male and female contestants fighting for this woman. That's what we need is a demi season that features oh. men and women in the house. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, that'd be on. pretty group wild. Date. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, group date, they all get like uh, pajamas. And this actually leads to our best quote of the night um, in which, who was it? Kira. Kira, Kira <laughs> pulls out some lingerie and she says, uh, she says, it was a cute little bit of lingerie. <laughs> I don't speak French, and I don't think Patrick speaks French. No. And I don't think anybody who doesn't speak French doesn't know how to say lingerie. <laughs> it's like a very basic word. My, my wife and I were talking. We're like, oh, I feel bad for Kira because, like, maybe she's never had, like, anyone buy lingerie for her. <laughs> so she just know how to say the word. But when I heard it, I rewound it, like, three times. Like, lingerie? Yes. Lingerie. Lingerie. She's never, she's never had to, like, talk about it or anything. She just always read it. Yes. And she's thought in her head, how do you pronounce that? <laughs> uh, bless her heart. So, so yeah, well, like Chandler said, they get, you know, nightgowns and, like, this, like, sexy nightwear on. And then they go to this bar, basically, that's like a pillow fighting bar. And they walk in and Demi's there and they have this, like, mattress ring. It looks like a wrestling ring with a mattress in the middle. And a champagne and yes. killer. Demi's two friends are there duking it out. Yeah. And I made note and I said, you know what I want? I want a champagne and I want a killer backstory. Hell I want, yeah. I want to know what brought them to this point. Yes. Like like a, like a an off-season streaming season yeah. of killer and champagne. Killer and champagne. Yeah. Uh, I made a note here. So I, I guess the, the women are just supposed to pillow fight. Um, and that's kind of like the... Uh, the goal this this date is to just to like fight another woman and i made a note like real talk if you've never been whipped in the eye by a pillowcase like that's one of the scariest things of all time mm-hmm. and so there's actually like some pretty high stakes at this date if you ask me um and so basically they start pairing women up to fight i think the only real notable fight was i think there's two actually alaya and sydney had to fight um and if like Throughout this episode, they've been cutting to shots of Sydney complaining about how fake Alea is. Um, Alea is the uh, she's the girl who does she well her 
her listed like occupation on the show is an orthodontist assistant from San Antonio, Texas, but she's done like pageants in the past. Um, Texas. Yeah. And so Sydney, who is from Alabama and clearly takes no BS from anybody, has been like complaining about Alea being fake this whole entire time. So I was like, oh, for sure, they're going to be one of the fights. And of course, they get paired up as like one of like the notable fights. Um, and I think like their initial fight wasn't even that fun. Uh, I think my favorite fight, let me see, it was between Tammy and, oh, let me find it. Kelly, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tammy and Kelly. So <laughs> turns out Tammy was like on the wrestling team yeah. uh, in high school. And uh, she was taking it pretty seriously. And Kelly was just like out there, you know, trying to have fun. And she even says in her in like her interview, like during like the date, she's like, yeah, like, I don't know how like my clients are going to feel when they see their attorney like in lingerie, like fighting another girl. And it was funny because like you could tell like Kelly was just smiling the whole entire time trying to have fun. Meanwhile, Tammy is literally like suplexing her ass all across the mat, <laughs> like throwing her down. And Kelly's like trying to like smile and have fun. And Tammy looked like she straight up wanted to murder Kelly. And that's probably my favorite, favorite part of this date. Um... Chandler, you made a good note here about uh, about Peter's feelings on yes, this date. Yes, yes. Peter, is, as we have established, and I, I think that the evidence is mounting, is um, 100% a skeevy perv. Yes. He uh, he just loves to see women like demean themselves and wear skimpy clothing. Yes. What a freaking tool. Yes. I I also made a note like, who do you think was more turned on at this date, <laughs> Tammy or Peter? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, uh, I, I freaking love Demi, but like even her at the end of the day, she was like, oh yeah, oh yeah, a lot of hot girls. Here we go. I was like, hell yeah, get Demi back on the show. Um, so basically, all the women fought. There were there was really like nothing of note. They they had like a final rematch between Alea and Sydney. Obviously, like the producers know there's drama there, and so they keep playing that up and like pitting them against one another. Um, basically, the final bout was exactly the same. The only difference was they had mouth guards in. Yeah. So presumably, it was going to be like a more intense fight when really it was just exactly the same. I think uh, Sydney accused Alea of like spitting on her. Which, cool. Yeah. Demi likes that too. Yeah. Oh, baby. <laughs> just, um, <laughs> really also, the this card. game was narrated again by uh, Chris and uh, Fred Willard, recurring character every season for these kinds of dates. And he does not look good. Fred no. Willard, I think, might have Parkinson's or something because his hands were shaking a lot when he was talking. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I please think, get better, Fred. Yeah, that's what I said. I was like, Fred must have hit rock bottom because, like, his only gigs are appearing on, like, The Bachelor and Bachelorette, like, a few times a year, which isn't a bad life. But but to Chandler's point, the dude is definitely looking old. I think they need to find maybe maybe a younger co-host to, to bring, you know, Attract some of the younger viewers with Chris Harrison. Yeah. Um, who? Let's see. Oh, Alea won the fight. Apparently, they yeah, crowned her the winner. It was just more for drama. It didn't really matter. Yeah. She got a crown, and she got to walk around with a crown. Yeah. All night. Well, like that. That's that's kind of my thought too. Is it's like I think they know that like the whole like beauty pageant aspect side of Alea bugs Sydney, yeah. and that's like oh like. Let's have a lay win and we'll give her a crown. Uh -huh. You know, so then it's like, oh man, just feeding that Sydney fire. Yeah. And and it showed like during during the uh the second half of the group date where they just like go hang out and have drinks. Yeah. Uh Sydney gets her one on one time with Peter and 
immediately is just like, hey, just like crap. talking crap. Yeah. Like, here we go. Yeah. And she doesn't name names to begin with. No. Which is actually kind of cool yeah. because of what happens later on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's like, hey, there's some people here who aren't real and I hate them. Yeah. And like, I don't know. Like at first I was like, oh, Sydney kind of bugs me because she's just like calling people out. But I think like as the episode went on, like I got more and more like, like I became a bigger fan of her and like her just like no nonsense attitude. Be like to Chandler's point, like she didn't really like name names. And, and like, I don't know, like Peter, you can tell is kind of like worried about it. But after their one-on-one time, he goes back to like the group mm. with like all the women on the group date and he sits down. And he totally calls her out for yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, He's like, Sydney told me there's people here who aren't, who are like, are fake yeah. and aren't real. Mm. And, and the camera cuts to Sydney and Sydney looks like she's going to vomit. <laughs> <laughs> like literally, she looks absolutely terrified. And and Peter is like, I think Peter at this point knows who Sydney has been, been talking about. And and like, and it cuts to Sydney and Sydney basically is just like, yeah, like there's people here who are, who are fake. Yeah. You know, and she says that in front of the whole entire group. Yeah. And Peter just like gets up and like walks away. Well, doesn't he? He said he asks her who. Like he asks for evidence yeah. basically, and then she's like, "Well," and she kind of like soft punches like, "Well, like I think that maybe like a little bit like Alea is yeah. kind of this way," and 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 then Alea's like, and then Alea goes on attack mode again and stuff. Um, I think Peter just needs to stay out of the drama, dude. Yeah. Like, stop. I, I was talking to my wife about it. It's interesting. Like, he, he's definitely the first, like, bachelor or bachelorette that, like, really gets, like, involved in the drama. I feel like a lot of these, a lot of, like, you know, the, the contestants is in, like, bachelor or bachelorette in the past. Like, if they hear about drama, they're just, like, whatever. Like, keep me out of it, you know? Like, yeah. And it typically is a death sentence for all parties involved in the drama. But, like, here... Peter actually, after he like takes his one on one, after he like takes his like leave of absence, you know, and like walks away and lets the women kind of like basically work it out more or less. He he comes back and he he ends up like giving Sydney the date rose. Yeah, which is weird. He picked up the rose and I was like, please just throw the rose in the fire. That would be an amazing moment. Yeah, just throw it in the garbage. But I I think that like it was wild because like. You you would never see that with previous seasons, yeah. you know, where, where he's like, oh yeah, like Sydney called someone out, you know, I'm gonna reward her for that. Yeah, it sets kind of a dangerous precedent from here going forward. Exactly, it's like okay, so the whistleblowers get the roses here. Yep, basically, which I don't know, seems dangerous in my opinion. But like like I said, like at first, like I wasn't a fan of it. Neither was my wife. But like the more we watched like the episode, the more we we're like, okay, like. You know, props to Sydney for being honest. And, and, like, and like you said, Chandler, like, she didn't, like, get her one-on-one time with Peter and was like, hey, Alea's the worst. She's fake. Mm. You know, she was just kind of like, hey, word of caution here. You know, like, there's some people here who aren't real. Yep. Right. There are two moments I'd like to uh, I'd like to uh, make note of. Yes. Uh, one of them was his uh, little one-on-one time with Kelly, who I really actually like. Yeah. I think that she's, like, the smartest one there by far. Yeah. And like definitely a real person, and it feels like the conversation between her and Peter is actually like substantive. Is yeah. that a word? Substantive. Substantial. Substantial. No, there's a word that's substantive. I think it's like is what it okay. is. Obviously, she's smarter than me. Yeah. Um, then the other moment that I wanted to talk about was Tammy. Tammy was like talking to Peter, and she's like, 
yeah, like, I really, like, went out there, and he's like, yeah, and, like, you tear it up out there, and she's like, you would say that, you do, you would say that to all your bros, and Mr. Bro, it's, like, a bad thing to say to anybody, especially somebody you're trying to court, and he's, and then he looks at her, and he's like, well, I don't do this to my bros, and kisses her. Oh, God. I was like, oh, what I, are you doing, dude? Like, I, I wish you would have been making note of all of Peter's one-liners Can we like before he kisses a woman. Seriously, get someone to write his lines, because this guy is just like just like radioactive when it comes to like talking period yeah like even on his date with victoria p like i i literally wrote a quote his his line before he kissed her like there was kind of like a, a lull in the conversation you could tell like victoria wanted to kiss him but instead of just like kissing her he said you are so cute right now <laughs> and then he goes in for it and it's like oh my gosh yes jana like please like someone just like feed this guy lines um so, yeah, basically, that group date ends. Like we said, Sydney gets the rose. Kind of shocking. Obviously, Alea is, like, pissed, pissed, pissed. Um, and so then... The rest of the show just becomes Alea versus Sydney. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think this is at, like, the hour mark of the show where, like, yeah. the group date ends, basically. Yep. And so, like, the next hour is literally just, like, like, like channels to, like, the Sydney show. And yep. so, so after the date ends, we cut back to the house the next morning. And, like, you know, it's one of those, like, interesting shots of, like, all the women eating breakfast. Yeah. And you could tell that they're just, like, ravenous because apparently they don't eat on the dates. So they're just, like, <laughs> like eating everything they can see. And, and my, my wife always likes these shots because you can see the, a lot of the women don't wear makeup in these, yeah. in these scenes. And Alea was one of them where, like, she wasn't wearing makeup. Yeah. And my wife could knock it over her glasses. Like, she was wearing these, like, pink, like, skinny, like thick frame glasses looked like you got them from like the checkout aisle at like a ross for like 12 bucks just like readers that's what she was wearing my wife couldn't stop thinking about them um but basically chris harrison comes to the house and shocker they're not having a cocktail party <gasps> right i feel like that's like the new standard yeah where it's like hey by the way we're not having a cocktail party we're just gonna jump into the restaurant or we're gonna have a pool party which is what we had this episode pool party but this was the most boring pool party of all time nobody did anything in the pool it was worse than a provo pool party yeah like i don't know like why anyone on this show ever gets excited about a pool party because <laughs> it's like what are you gonna do go frolic around in the water while you know 25 of you fight for one you know <laughs> one person like it makes no sense i i think i think a lot of times like the men the women like it because it's like oh like for the men, it's like, yeah, like I can take my shirt off. I can show my body, right? Yeah. And and then, like, the female contestants like, oh, yeah, like, I brought a bunch of swimsuits. I want to bust them out, you know, and, like, look hot in the swimsuits. And so, um, so anyways, the, the pool party, the quote-unquote pool party ensues. And it basically is just Peter going and interviewing women. Yeah. And and he, he interviews, let's see, he interviews Sydney, Kelsey, Natasha, and Lexi. And then ends up with, like, interviewing Alea. And but, Victoria later on. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, Victoria's like the last one, and, and we'll get to that because that's kind of the bombshell of the episode. But basically, uh, it cuts to Peter having one-on-one -on -one time with Sydney, yep. where Sydney is basically just obviously complaining about Alea. Yeah, and then immediately, and, and, and Sydney's taking this like therapist role by the yes. way as well. Yeah, and, and it seems like Sydney's kind of like kind of like high roading Alea at this point, and yep. and we'll get more into that dur during their confrontation, but. But it, yeah, like Chandler said, like it's it's Sydney talking to uh, Peter. She's complaining about Alea, and then like immediately after their time, it cuts to Alea sitting by the pool with Hannah Ann and McKenna, and Alea is complaining to McKenna Ann or to Hannah Ann and McKenna about not being fake. 
<laughs> we get like, you know, 45 seconds of dialogue there. And then it cuts to Peter talking to Kelsey. And Kelsey is shitting on Alea. And that goes on for like 20 seconds. And then it immediately cuts back to the pool to Hannah Ann and McKenna talking to Hannah or talking to Alea. And Alea is again defending herself. That goes on for like 20 seconds. And then we cut to another one on one with Peter and Natasha. Same thing. Natasha's like, oh yeah, Alea's fake. Yeah. She's not real. And then it cuts right back to the pool to Hannah Ann and McKenna <laughs> listening to Alea talk about how she's not fake. And at this point, like, you, like it kind of cuts to a shot of McKenna, and McKenna just looks so bored so done with that yeah. conversation yeah, like and and during this whole entire time like of like the the three of them talking about the pool you never hear hannah ann or mckenna say a word yeah it's just like literally just like alaya going off about how good of a person she is yeah and it's like she just found anyone who would listen to her and that's who she's talking to i've always wanted to know like how do these girl groups develop like like uh, like it seems like sometimes like uh people who don't like each other will actually be in like the same little group yes and, and stuff like that and it's like how much is played up for TV? Who are their actual friends in this and stuff? And especially after the fact, you always see like them commenting on each other's stuff. And they're yeah. actually like good friends with some of these girls. Yeah, I feel like it's like a very weird like frenemy situation. Like everyone in that house is frenemies, right? Like they're all fighting for the same person. True. And so therefore, like it's you know, it's like a zero sum game. It's like if this girl gets the bachelor then like no one else gets the bachelor. Sure. So, yeah, it's a very interesting dynamic of like how these like little clicks form. Um, and so, like I said, like McKenna is looking obviously bored with the conversation. We cut away from that, get a shot of Lexi talking to Peter, complaining about oh, yeah. Alea. And so at this point we have like, you know, five women complaining about Alea. Yeah, right after nobody would call her out on the group date, like she's like, does anybody else feel this way? And everybody's silent. And then, like, it's a, a little maddening. Yeah. And then, like, during this pool party, all the girls were, like, backstabbing Alea. Yeah. After, like, refusing to actually call her out like like Sydney did. Yeah. And so, that this is kind of where I'm like, oh, yeah, like, I'm more of a Sydney fan. Because, you know, like, it, it would seem that either a lot of these women have just been fed these lines yeah. about how Alea's bad. Or they've really been feeling that way and they haven't said anything. Yeah. Which, I don't know, kind of like, like, it's like, that's what kind of makes me, like... Sydney Moore for just being like totally honest. Um, one note I made here was Peter did get some one-on-one time with Madison, which Woo-hoo! was an absolute snooze fest. Yeah. Like, and, and it was funny because like even during the one-on-one time, like Peter told Madison that she's so genuine. Yeah. Maybe he wrote that on her. Maybe maybe they're living together right it's, now. It's a shared account. Want, it's a shared account. <laughs> That, that would make even more sense than than just Madison just like totally effing up. I could see Peter doing it for sure. I, I, like, I like Madison. Uh, I like to look at Madison. Uh, I think Madison's fine. I, I think she's pretty boring. Like, I don't know. I just don't find her that interesting. And I think that like since she got that first date that like that's a lot of what like gives them that bond and that connection. Yeah, is that first date? He's like, I feel so good about you, even though they like haven't spoken to each other in like the yeah. last three weeks. Well, and I guess the thing is like, I I don't know like what what we don't see, but it doesn't seem like they have like that strong of a connection. Yeah, you know, other than the fact they went on that date too, like that's really all they have. Yeah. Um. So, basically, we get that shot of Peter and ha- or Peter and Madison, and then we actually cut to Peter and Victoria P. And apparently, Victoria P. has some. Some, some insider some, news. Some dirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, her and her and uh, 
and Alea did Miss America together. And Victoria P was like, look, I've spent maybe three hours cumulative with this girl. Yeah. And uh, Victoria P is like, and uh, when I applied to the show, like she asked me not to tell the producers that I knew her, which is like, I give, I, I can understand why she did that because she didn't want them both to be disqualified. She didn't want herself to be disqualified mainly. Yeah. Uh, but like, come on, like that's how are you gonna how are you gonna tell people that you're not a liar and then like lie about getting onto the show? Yeah. Or straight up tell someone else to lie for you. Yeah. And uh, so she she drops that little bombshell there, and then and and, and Peter right before this had talked to Alea. And Alea had like you know used her five octave higher voice. Oh my gosh! And, uh, and Peter, being the gorilla he is, was just like, "I like, I like Alea. I feel good, Alea." Yeah. Mm. Well, it, it was funny because like the the one on one time with Alea basically started out with like Peter like asking her like, "Hey, like, are you authentic? Are you real?" <laughs> you know, and and Alea like kind of answers the question, but then immediately starts talking about how attracted she is to Peter. Yeah, exactly. And of course, Peter's like. Oh man, we are attractive. Yeah, let's make out. So literally, just start making out. It's like, what the freak is going on? Like, I don't know. Like it. Like th- this is kind of like feeding into Chandler's whole theory that like Peter's just like a horny dude because it's like it's so easy to just like get him like sidetracked. Yeah, like just like show a little show show him a little thing that he wants and then uh, start kissing. Yeah, it's like what he does. Yeah. Yeah. And so then after so after he talks to Victoria back on track, after he talks to Victoria, he uh, he goes back to Leia and he's like and and he's like, Hey, this is what Victoria said about you. Is it true? And you ever you ever see like or maybe you have been in this com- in this situation where you are just caught in a lie and you are just searching your mind for some way to get out of it. That's like exactly, you could see Alea's mind racing and her eyes going back and forth, back and forth, like, can't go this way, can't go this way, can't say this, yes. can't say this. Here we go. Yeah, and it was funny because like, it was it was one of those moments where like, she tried to play off the like, so stunned that someone would say that about her. Yeah. Look, when really she's like, oh shit, what <laughs> am I gonna say? Oh no, And her oh, mind is just no. racing, racing, racing. And and, and uh, the funny thing that happened, so she tells him obviously like, hey, like, uh, yeah, it's true, I said that. Um, but that's because I didn't want both of us to uh, to not be able to come on the show. And that's because we're both such good friends. We have like, we're really good friends outside of this. <laughs> After Big Victoria that. said they <laughs> maybe interacted for a total of three hours. <laughs> At one pageant. Yes. Uh, I don't know. And and like after that, like Peter, <clears throat> Peter kind of like gets on Alea's case. You know, yeah. he's like, you have to understand, like, like put yourself in my shoes. Yeah. And like you have to understand like how hard this is for me to hear this kind of stuff and to not be like really worried. Yeah. Right. And w- which I think is true. And that, and that was like some actual like good like analysis and commentary from Peter. But yeah, like he he kind of like leaves it there. And you can tell he's pretty freaking pissed. Yeah. After his one on one time with Alea. And he just basically like gets up and walks away. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. It, it was I think it was good of Peter to kind of like honestly like call Alea out and finally not make out with her after calling her out, which was which was a, a nice change. Uh, but basically, that's kind of where the group date ends. Peter walking away in his rocket pop swimsuit. And, <laughs> and then we cut to the rose ceremony that night. Um, 
And a couple notes here. Kelsey gets the first rose. I have to think that they're keeping Kelsey around for the potential drama. Yeah. Like, I feel like her connection with Peter is really shallow. Yep. It's like their whole entire relationship is just Peter comforting Kelsey about uh-huh. losing a bottle of champagne. Yep. Which, I don't know. I feel like the I, I feel like at this point in the show the producers are investing a lot in drama than yeah. like actual relationships. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Uh, not that there's many other actual relationships out there in, at this point. Well, I was kind of shocked. Like, I was thinking back to like Sean and Catherine's season, uh-huh. and I felt like Catherine, like you didn't like she didn't get like any airtime. Yeah. Until like the latter half of the show. Until they were on that one date. Yeah. Yeah. And and I kind of felt like maybe that's how Sarah was gonna be. Like yeah. Sarah was just like. She, she had maybe like three lines of dialogue, yep. two of which were at rose ceremonies in the past. And yep. it was like, she seems like a nice girl, seems really fun, but like we just didn't really get a whole lot of screen time. So I was like, oh, like maybe she's this season's Catherine. Yeah. But not the case. Not, I guess not. <laughs> no. Um, I think my favorite thing about this, this rose ceremony was McKenna. Oh, the many faces of McKenna. Oh my gosh. Like my, I, I think that like of all the people who need to be on Bachelor in Paradise, McKenna is pretty high on that list. Yeah, I think that Alea will be as well. But. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, McKenna, McKenna is just freaking out at not at prospects of not getting a rose. Yes, and so like, literally everyone gets roses. It gets down to um, Alea, McKenna, Sarah, Jasmine, and Alexa who don't have roses, and there's two roses left. Right. And Peter looks like he's going to vomit. And instead of, like, without saying anything, he just, like, leaves. Uh, like, <laughs> like bump, walks out of the room, like, bounces off the walls, <laughs> looks like he has vertigo, <laughs> and leaves, leaves the room. And the women are just like, what the hell? It's so like I said, at this point, there's five women who don't have roses, and there's two roses left. And so it, it cuts to Peter talking to Chris Harrison and Chris is like wingmanning Peter big time like hey like is there anything I can do man like are you sure about this like what can I get for you and Peter's just like I don't know I don't know I don't know all the while we're, we're getting shots of Alea and McKenna fed to us <laughs> Alea looking pissed McKenna looking like she's literally going to die <laughs> like like she she's making these movements with her mouth she's like fixing she probably fixed her hair probably like 18 times put your hands on her face and do that thing you know like the, the painting of the scream yes like that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> literally like i said literally about to die so so peter uh talks to chris harrison chris harrison just comes back in the room and just takes a rose yeah and he's like hey like peter only wants to give out one more rose Ooh. yeah it's like in your head you're like okay alaya you're gone yeah. right like like and, and alaya even says that she's like you know she's like oh like was that rose for me yeah, and like, she even says was. that yeah and I think that Peter did it to like make a point, yep. but Peter comes back in the room, picks up the rose, gives it to McKenna. Yep. And so as far as eliminations at this point, we have Alea, obviously. She got like totally slapped in the face and eliminated. Uh, Sarah, Jasmine, and Alexa, um, which I don't know, like Sarah, Jasmine, and Alexa, like we haven't really gotten any screen time from a lot of them. Like uh, we, we've seen shots of Alexa talking to other women, but literally like Sarah and Jasmine yeah. Haven't heard like more than three words from them. Yeah. Total filler. Yeah, which is kind of too bad. But I, I made a note that this was like our our weekly five star Taco Bell review spicy moment of the week. Um, it was kind of interesting dynamic. So Peter electing to remove one of the final two roses at the rose ceremony, and basically like 
like I said, there was like five women who didn't have roses and there were two roses. And I think he'd planned on getting one to McKenna and he planned on sending Alea home. But instead of giving either Sarah, Jasmine or Alexa, just like another shot another week to maybe like find some sort of connection. He's just like, no. Yeah, goodbye. <laughs> I, I don't want to give any of you roses, which is like total slap in the face. And and I don't know, like if people are like reading, like feeling that situation the same as me, but it was totally just like an absolute slap in the face to all those women. That's yeah. like none of you are even worth a rose. <laughs> like I would rather give this rose to Chris Harrison and have him take it backstage than to have to endure another week with any four of you. And it was like, whoa, that was hot. Um, <laughs> So, so basically the rose ceremony ends. Um, the women give their tearful goodbyes like they'll never see each other again, like they're lifelong friends. And and we cut to Peter backstage talking to a producer. And and Peter is like, he's talking to the producer and he's basically saying like, he's like, I don't know if like, if I really want to let her go right now. And obviously he's referring to Alea, mm-hmm. right? And I think this is like massive foreshadowing to next week because who comes back next week? Miss Alea. Miss Alea. Right back. Yeah. And, and I, I was talking about it. She is literally the Luke P of this yeah, season. She is the Luke P. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Mixes up drama. Never dies. I, I made a note that that if she does come back on the show, it'll literally be like when the Empire rebuilt the Death Star in episode five. <laughs> it's like, we thought we destroyed this thing, but it's back for another week. <laughs> and, and basically... Uh, th- this is like the we're, we're now flashing forward to the preview of next week and it looks like they're on a group date yeah, and Alea just comes like up. yeah she just literally walks up the stairs yep. and she's like I gotta talk to Peter yeah. and it's like didn't you get eliminated like aren't there security guards like watching the doors <laughs> making sure people don't just waltz into these group dates with a mic on them like it's gotta be funny to think about like what if what if a contestant was just like like texted one of the people with the crew and like, hey, what's going on today? And then they just like show up at random places like, I'm back. We want to get another shot at the show. Uh, <laughs> so I think we got that to look forward to next week. Oh, uh, and then there's uh, Victoria. Oh, my gosh. So as you know, every week features some sort of no-name band that nobody knows. Typically a country artist. Yes, typically a country artist. I think this week is a rock band. Or next week, sorry. And, uh, and... And Victoria is on a one-on-one with Peter, and she just is like almost about to, to throw up because it turns out she has dated the uh, the lead singer of this no-name band that nobody knows. Well, it's it's a it's a self-named band, and his name is Chase Rice. That's his name. Yeah, that's his name. Is Chase Rice? Let me see. His top song has I don't know, 150 million listens. Oh, is that like, oh, I don't know. I, I don't know who the heck Chase Rice is. Apparently, Victoria, who's like this, like this shy and like quiet girl who like it doesn't like the spotlight, has previously dated the lead singer of a band. Well, and like, like yeah, like Chandler's right. Like you, you see her face when she like walks up to like the like the dancing quote dancing scene, you know, that they have on every single one on one date, and she literally looks like she's gonna like die. Like Thank dump her pants and this, die. Yes. I, and that's why I told my wife, I was like, there is no way the producers didn't know about this and they didn't stage it. Because what are the odds that they get some artist, Peter asks some girl on a date, happens to be the same date as that artist, and they happen to date? Like, no, that is 100% Absolutely staged. No way, yeah. And and I, I kind of have to like apologize at this point because I've been like a pretty big Victoria F fan. But I think that like this is not like an isolated – like 
example of Victoria F kind of being not great for the show. Yeah. Like their stuff that's been coming out on social media of how she's like, you know, like a homewrecker and yeah. like she's unapologetic for it. First of all, she's just kind of like, oh yeah, like, sorry, like I'm young and immature. Yeah. And I was like, that doesn't give you a free pass. Just do whatever the hell you want with whoever you want. Yeah. You know, like you're still like, you're still an adult. Yeah. I, I apologize. But like, let's see, Victoria F is uh, 25 years old. Yeah. So it's like when I was 25 years old, I wasn't sleeping with married women. Married men. Oh yeah, you were married women. I mean, yeah. I could have been sleeping with married men for all you know, Chandler. But <laughs> but yes, like I. Bottom line, I wasn't a homewrecker, and I wasn't all unapologetic for it. And so like, I don't know. Like I, I was pretty like keen on the idea of Victoria F. But like the more and more stuff that comes out, it's like. You're probably not right for the show. It seems like she's trying to play the Cassie. You know? Yeah. Like the, oh, like, I don't know. Like, uh, this is my thing. And then, like, and then, like, it turns out that she's actually, like, a giant attention attention draw. Yes. And I don't know. Like, like I said, like, I, I kind of have to apologize for being so, like, into the idea of Victoria F. When really she's actually kind of crappy for the show. And so... I don't know. We got that to look forward to next week. I, I think between the Alea drama and the Victoria after drama, we should have a pretty dang good episode next week. Um, so yeah, that'll be it for us. Um, like I said, tune in next week. We'll cover all the drama for you so you don't have to worry about sifting through hundreds and hundreds of tweets to figure out who's saying what about who. We'll cover all that for you. We also have a Twitter now. Yes. And our handle is Right Reasons Pod. Right Reasons Pod, at Right Reasons Pod. Except there's no I in right. Someone already had Right Reasons Pod taken. And it turns out Twitter only allows you to have 15 characters, and Right Reasons Pod is exactly 15. So I had to drop the I. So, Reasons, reasons, pod. reasons pod. I like it. So yeah, well, if you want to interact with us there, please give us a follow. Uh, we don't tweet a whole lot during the show, because obviously we, we consider this show kind of, or this podcast kind of our live tweet of the show. But we'll, we'll be sending stuff out there uh, periodically as well as, like, um, you know, if people want to interact with us, that's the best place to do it. Okie dokie. Have a good week, friends. Bye.